Thank you. Good morning. Imainalia uh, Kasangichev. Uh, this means in Quechua, how are you? And you reply, Walehlia. Walehlia. Now you understand how hard is pronounced some words in other language. In Quechua, it's sweet language, actually. But um, before um, preach, the last time I, I was in here, uh, I, my, my wife took me a picture like this. <laughs> it's for, uh, for uh, I, I was thinking, if God bless me one day for preaching this church, <laughs> but now it's reality. Uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, yeah, I'm pastor for five years in Bolivia, and I plant in one church. God bless me for planting one church in Bolivia. And the first time, uh, I working for 13 years in one place, it's Iquilcoyo. In the first time, I have uh, kids in there, eight kids. It's my first, uh, we say happy hour. It's for when it's not in the church, in the church and the school, but for in, it's outside, it's happy hour. And when I plant in, uh, uh, in the future, that, that church, actually, it's, um, I need to preach, and actually I need to do a lot, uh, take the church, it's only for faith, I need to take the church. I don't know, only five or 15 or something like that, sorry. But, um, yeah, it's, I understand what happened when we were, uh, we are pastor. Um, um, this morning I am uh, trying to say this. Uh, Martin Luther King once said, if I can help just one person to have hope, I will not have lived in vain. The Christian life is about having compassion for others, and especially for the weakest and the neediest. In our Bible reading, we are being reminded of how we need to be willing to serve others. My first point, point comes from verses 31 to 33. Please, if you can uh, help me look in the, the Bible. And we need to be willing to serve others when we believe in the promise of the second coming. When Jesus came into our world over 2,000 years ago, he came as a lamb who John the Baptist describes in John 1.29. John 1.29. Look the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Um, the prophet Isaiah portrayed Jesus in these terms. So biblically, some 700 years before his birth in Isaiah 53.7 He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and he was a sheep before this, its shearers in silence. So he did not open his mouth. Uh, Jesus came as the perfect land to willingly, this word, it's not easy to read, it's shit, shit. 
blood and died up the cross for our sins. However, Jesus is portrayed very differently in his second coming. In Revelation 1, 14 to 16, John describes the victory of Jesus returning as the lion of tribe of Judah. Then one day the other said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, was a triumph. He is able to open the scrolls and his seven seals. John also described Jesus in this way. His feet were like bronze glowing in the furnace, and his voice was like a sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he yelled seven stars, and coming out his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. What a marvelous description of, of our Lords and Saviors. Very often, we tend to forget who Jesus really is. We see this so obviously in Bolivia, the Catholic Church was a field, a country, our country, with image, images of Jesus def, defeated on the cross. But as true followers of Christ, we know that his death was not the end. We believe in Jesus glorified. We serve Jesus knowing that he will fulfill his promise and return to establish his kingdom. We need to allow this wonderful hope to transform our lives every day as we live in the light of the Christ triumphal return. We will see dearly to serve others. Um, secondly, we need to be willing to serve others when, because we know that we belong to Christ. As we see in verse 34, then the king will say to those in his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you, seeing the creation of the world. This verse reminds me of a joke we have in Bolivia that hopefully does lose its meaning in translation. A father who was holding a celebration in his home, who too many guests arrived, to solve the problem, he spoke to the priest. The priest then proceeded to stand up in front of everyone and said, Could these friends and family of the bride please stand to the right? And also a large group of people moved to the right. He then asked if the friends or family of the groom could stand to the left, and consequently, a large group moved to the left, leaving, leaving only a few people standing in the middle. When they then finished by saying, could those people standing to, to the right and left of me please leave? Is this isn't a wedding, it's a baptism. Actually, it's Sometimes this happens in my country. It's when do you have a party. So obviously, a large number of supposed guests didn't truly belong to the celebration and were only after the 
free food and drink. Jesus tells us the parable of the weeds in Matthew 13, 24 to 30, where the farmer's enemy sow weeds among his wheat. The farms let this wheat grow along his wheat until harvest time came, where the harvest when he harvested the, the wheat and burned the weeds. Jesus was talking about unbelievers, those who don't belong to him. These unbelievers could also be those who call themselves Christians, but they are not fruitful and don't belong to Christ because by their fruit you will recognize them. In turn, we will will see good fruit in the lives of those who belong to Christ. 1 John 3.10 says, This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, or not is anyone who does not love the brother and sister. If we don't show compassion for others, for the needs of others, we need to ask ourselves if our faith in Christ is real. Are you certain that you are one Christianship? If you are certain, does this move you daily to serve others? Thirdly, we need to be willing to serve others, knowing that why we will serve, other, serve them, we are serving Christ. As seen in verse 35-40, When I was a boy, my aunt-husband used to tell me that if I ever saw an accident, I shouldn't help so that I myself would have problems with the police, or if I saw some, someone being robbed, I shouldn't help that person as the robbers pro, would probably have a weapon. Actually, the majority of the Bolivians would think and act this way, but the Christ told the opposite. As we can see so clearly in the parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus taught that no matter how religious you think you are, if you are not able to do something for those in need, you cannot in- inherit the kingdom of the God. Returning to verses 35 to 40 or of our passage, Jesus challenges to take into account that everything we do for the needy, we do for him. 1 John 3.17 says, If anyone has some material possessions and see a brother or sister in need, but has no pity of them, how can the love of God be in that person? We saw when we see a need and do not do nothing to help, when how we can think that God's love is in, in us? 
I want to finish by telling you about my nephew Kevin, who before he died at eight years old, taught me an important lesson when he, his parents were fighting at the bar with some other people, Kevin was brave enough to have compassion for a baby who was in the middle of the scaffold. Running out with him in his arms as he passed me and on the way and yelled me, he yelled me, Uncle, go and help my parents who are still in the, in the bar fighting. When I heard that Kevin, he died a few months after, I remembered this bravery and I wonder what I called to do help other children, just like he had helped his baby cousin. For this reason, God placed in our hearts to start this car project, to be able to help other children at risk. Uh, probably it's not everything clear. It's not easy for me to say sometimes, but I, I'm trying to say it's some people when they can have opportunity for see what happened in my country when other poor countries, the the love of God moved these people for understand. Don't think in them, themselves. It's. Like the other day, I see uh, one actor, famous actor, I don't remember the name, but uh, he uh, represents the UNICEF and take the sun vacuums for children in poor countries. Uh, I see crying two times in, the, in, that, uh, in the, this uh, movie or uh, show, TV show, for he can see the, that the kids need in, in, in India and other places too. It's like I, we feel when we see these kids, Kechok people, when they don't have opportunities for have medicines, when they don't have opportunities for have good food or something like that. We feel we're suffering in, into my heart for, yeah, it's what I can to do for help these people. For that SCAR project, my, my wife, it's uh, doing these uh, in cars, uh, costless cars, and it's for doing something for, you take something, it's valuable, that cars, and you helping that person make that cars, you helping that with the, that money to support for nutrition centers. So we support for two years in Huertamayo, and yeah, it's, Everything we can to do for help others, we're doing. For, we think it's that not we're doing this for salvation or something like that. We're doing for it's for uh, understanding the love of Jesus. It's like that. Move, have compassion for other people. And um, that's I trying to say in this morning. In if uh, I think it's not easy come here Australia and say. We need money, but actually we need, uh, we work for two and a half years for only 60%. And yeah, we, we work if we don't, we've only have 10% or something for support. It's not that the problem, but take more time. 
we made this curriculum for the kids in Sunday, in Sunday school for the problem Sunday schools in my country, but take long time take, doing this. But uh, yeah, if this morning you, you feel you can ask what we're doing and you, we can tell you more. Thank you so much. Thank you, Oscar. I think um, all of us would do well to go home this afternoon, read through Matthew 25, uh, 31 to 40, which Oscar was trying to preach on, and look at his three points there. They're very clearly structured there as to what Jesus is getting at there and how we can be willing to serve others. Those three points that Oscar raised were we need to be willing to serve others when we believe the promise of the second coming. When we believe that Jesus is coming back, we, we focus on this idea that Jesus, you know, on the cross and the suffering and the meek servant there. But when he comes back, as Oscar read out, he comes with a double-edged sword. And we want to be making sure that we've been willing to serve others so that when he comes, he praises us rather than uh, makes us ashamed. And the second point was we need to be willing to serve others because we know that we belong to Christ. Very challenging words given from Oscar from 1 John about if, uh, if we really want to show that we love God, then we need to love our brothers. And then thirdly, we need to be willing to serve others knowing that while we serve them, we are serving Christ. It's such a, a tremendous thing to think that when you actually help other people, it's like you're doing that for Christ. You are doing that for Christ. Um, and those all come out of that passage there. Um, he's, he, uh, his English is not quite clear, but the Bible is quite clear. His points are quite clear. Uh, and, I, I, and one of the things that was clear to me when he went off script at the end there, he said, we don't do this for salvation very clear about why you shouldn't be willing to serve others. It's not to earn your salvation. Uh, and he is not doing it to earn his salvation. Uh, his salvation His salvation is tied up with Christ and Christ's work at the cross. And it should be with us as well. We don't want to serve others so that we are saved. We do it because we are saved. And so if you'd like to partner with uh, them, in, you, can, you can serve in many ways. And one way is, of course, by serving uh, Elizabeth and Oscar and contributing to their work in Bolivia and particularly by their financial support. Uh, yes, they have been running at uh, less than 60% support for the last couple of years. And as he said, he'd still be doing the work even if he was on 10%. But they can do much more if they get 100% support. And that's what they're looking for. And, uh, and so if you're able to help them in any way financially, uh, consider that and uh, take their material this afternoon and be able to support them in that way so that they can uh, reach out for those, to those children for those three reasons that are given there uh, on the back of the bulletin there. Now, uh, before we sing again, I might pray for us. Heavenly Father, it's such a privilege to be able to serve others around us and we have very good reasons to be able to serve those people that are in our lives. Lord, we pray that we may indeed serve others because we believe the promise of the second coming. May we really believe that Jesus is coming back and he's going to come back with all power and authority. And may that make us tremble and make us willing to serve those around us. Lord, we pray that we may be willing to serve others because we know that we belong to Christ. Lord, we pray that it may be evidenced in our lives that we belong to Christ by our love and compassion for those around us and even for those who are overseas in places like Bolivia. Lord, we pray that we may be willing to serve others knowing that while we serve them, we're serving you. Lord, this should be our ultimate goal when we serve others that it's not them we serve but you, O oh God. Lord, help us to remember that 
that behind every face that we help is Christ's smiling face toward us as well. And Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.